places, nightlife. You know what I mean? When you really think about all the food places, and Minneapolis looks like a beautiful place for white people. Um, but you're a nigga, and you ain't really got too much money, man. You're kind of in danger. <laughs> I know who I am. First of all, I'm Roland Martin. You, you you're in danger. I ain't gonna lie. You got to see, look, 1500 Nicolet participates in affordable housing program, man. They not about to get this girl her, her they're, they're not really gonna, they might let her leave. They might let her leave. But when they got stuff like that going on, I'm just saying, I'm looking at the challenger outside. I'm telling you, man, I'm telling y'all about this. It's probably some niggas trapping, doing a thing or whatever, selling fentanyl. I don't feel safe here. My kids don't feel safe here. But so far, no response. We've called also looking for answers. Also, no response. This mother wants to know how long she has to wait and how safe is her family while decisions are being made. She and other tenants say they believe Sunday night shooting was not a one and done type of situation. And there's no telling, you know, when or how. And the bus stops right there. It, the, the bus is stopping right there. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm looking at this. I think I'm going to have to go down there and investigate. There's no telling. I'm going to have to go down there and check it out. I'm curious. Was not a one and done type of situation. And there's no telling, you know, when or how they're going to retaliate. Many who live here say they are stuck in a state of... They said when and when? You heard what she said. Let's go back to this. This is interesting. And or how... Not a one and done type of situation. And there decisions are being made. She and other tenants say they believe Sunday night shooting was not a one and done type of situation. And there's no telling, you know, when or how they're going to retaliate. Many when or how they're going to retaliate. Now, now listen to me carefully, y'all. Listen to me very carefully what that means, okay? This means that they have reason to believe these niggas have been around th that area. And whenever there's hood rats, there's dusty cereal hood hitters and pookies and ray rays around as well. So it sounds like to me that the people that did this to each other may have known each other. It doesn't sound very, very random because they're talking about when they're going to retaliate. How do you know that they're going to retaliate? How would you even know these these type of dudes? How do you know these ain't get some crackhead ass niggas? That, no, something else is going on in there. Something else is going on and word on the street. And sometimes, you know, when you get into these little, like I, like I said, I've been in them and mine, you know, it, like I said, it could have been worse. It wasn't a whole bunch of shootings and all that. The shootings started happening years after it started to kind of happen. And then I left. You see what I'm saying? I got tired of being in a frozen state of independence. Yeah, I'm grown. I'm living on my own. But, you know, it's time for me to start. It's time for me to get a mortgage. It's time for me to start a kind of, you know, doing different things. So I, something told me that we were going to get to this point. Something told me that we were going to get to this, you know, this conversation about well, what someone's going to do next. How do you know that someone's going to do next? This sounds like y'all know about these niggas. Like they got a little reputation. Who live here say they are stuck in a state of grief, shock and fear. And the only way to make things better is to move away from the violence. It's traumatizing because now I'm looking at the inside. 
I didn't see this part. This looked like this happened inside the building. Look at this. Shock and fear. And the only way I'm seeing bullet holes inside the building. It didn't happen outside the building. I thought it happened outside. It happened inside. To make things better is to move away from the violence. It's traumatizing because, you know, you don't even want to get in the shower because, you know, you're thinking like bullets are going to come through the wall again. In Minneapolis, Rex Chapman, WCCN Didn't know that News. part. Police say they believe the shooting was between two groups who may have been fighting in the past. So far, no one is in custody. Of course, no one's in custody. Of course, no one's in custody. Of course. Listen. Man, look. Now, see, now I'm looking at things a little differently now. I got I to gotta put a different perspective, a different spin on it now. Because this happened inside. I was looking at it from like, oh, this happened outside. It was just some, you know, some goofy niggas. Man, this happened with a group. Now, here's another thing that we got to get out of. I was going to talk about this earlier. This is the reason why we need a Negro Nuremberg. We need a we need a black civil war. Well, DP, what do you mean by a black civil war? We don't have time nor luxury to wait on the STD queens, the OK Corral, shoot them up over over a hood rat, over a dice game ass niggas. We don't have time nor do we have the luxury to be worried about what direction they're going to go on. We don't. We are in the most detrimental position that we've probably been in since the early 1900s or the late 1800s. We really don't got it. We do not have time to deal with this. We can't be trying to, well, let's just wait till these niggas figure it out. No, 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 no. You'll be dead fucking with these niggas. No. See, as Neely Fuller says, black folks have got accustomed to, well, we all need to just come together and do what? What are we going to do? Well, I got an idea. And you got an idea. Okay, what's the idea? Well, hold on. Let's get some Popeyes. And wait a minute now. Let's let's get past the Deacon Pope Chop. And hold on now. Let me shine up my Cadillac. So we can... No, 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 no. Nope, nope. Can't do that. What is the agenda? Well, you know, I was thinking about that on the way coming from Baptist AME Church now. No, no, no. We can't do that either. Deacon Frisbee, we can't do that. We can't just be hanging out for the sake of hanging out. Black folks have a bad habit of getting together in large groups. And what I'm telling you about this situation was probably a group. A group of non-constructive Negroes. Not really thinking about, well, well, this John Wick. I'll just shoot through the wall, Joe. Yeah. They were sitting around listening to fucking Trippy Red or or Whatever the fuck these niggas listen to right now. What are niggas listening to right now? I, hold on. Let me see what Nick. What are niggas listening to right now? They was probably sitting around listening to some shit. Oh, hell. Styles P explains why you prefer Trump over Biden. Hmm. Let's take a side note. Interesting. I did prefer when Trump was in office over Biden. And I could tell you clearly why. Why? 
black people paid more attention to what was going on. Mm. Because we felt like we were in crisis. Yeah. Because we, we felt were, like... We were in crisis now, though, but when when it's somebody... I'd rather have my... I'd rather have you tell me you don't like me. Yes. And know you don't like me. Yes. And you inform me than me have to guess it or you secretly don't like me, but you telling me you like me. You're not... I think the government's been doing that for ages. But you're not supporting Trump in, in any way. No. You're saying... I don't support Trump in any way. You're saying... The racism was clear here. And yes, sir. I'd rather deal more, with that. It's a little more clear. Me too. With, a, with Me clear too. racism and uh. The, 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 damn it. Fuck. Somebody gets the damn point. Give me the Me power, power I'm fucking begging you. you. Shit, man. Somebody got it. I was just going to talk about it. See, when you put the boot on niggas' necks, you have this going on. This is what you, this, I'm telling you, you, you make niggas get it together. You make these bros get rid of their That's tattoos, man. Heard him screaming. You get, you get rid of all this here. ...of retaliation, so we are protecting her identity. She says what she experienced Sunday night has scarred her. And her See, and this is my whole point. See, I have to. We have to look at this from an objective point of view. Well, you judging her, and she should have her kids in a safe place. Yeah, she should have had her kids in a safe place before she laid up with that bum ass nigga she dealt with in Brooklyn Center. But now, what could we do to get this sister in a better place? Find you a knuckle that's worth a damn that could get you up out of there. Well, the patriarchy, the patriarchy, the blackmail patriarchy, man. Let me tell you, you better blackmail patriarchy. You better find something going on. You better find you a strong blackmail. I had to hit you with the ODB, the ODB cadence. Strong blackmail. Hold on. We, we, we got to find the instrumental for this. We got to find the instrumental for this. We got to find an instrumental for this. I'm doing that with myself. Dirty gets his extension. And the next night, he... What beat is this, y'all? What, what beat is this? I, I don't think I heard the whole nigga, please. Dirt McGirt. Stop down with a two when it's... Yo, yeah. To parents on their next album with his book of rhymes dirty heads to the mic hey Fair use, you two. <laughs> this shit knocks. Oh my god, everybody's going crazy in here. Alright, it's cool. We glad you're home. Right, Neptune. Thanks, man. Let's listen to this Alright. come man. Hey, hold on, man. Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute damn it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to get some real, it's going to be real niggerish from at this point. We're going to get some real nigger shit at this point. Dirt McGurk. Wasn't Old Dirty Bastard signed? Wasn't Old Dirty Bastard signed with um 
Rockefeller at one point. I could have sworn he was he was signed with Rockefeller. Down a few verses. Pharrell needs Dirty to add some final touches to the track. Hey. Right there, I just current. need to. I need to. Wow. Uh, you want that same as that? Or? Nah, I just need you. Like you do what you do. Like sing something. Hold on, James. I seen bits and pieces of this the before. Hey, oh, this 15 hey, years yo. ago. Damn. They just posted this. I'll I'll do it, but I want your touch on it, man. No, I'm doing that with you. This is the intro. Uh, you want me to say, I don't know what the, I'm telling you honestly. I don't know. I want I wanted you to decorate it. Fair use. Like, baby, um, guess who's home? Guess who's home? Guess who's home? All right, come on. Guess who's home? 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 Oh, they got it. Is that is that the is it? Hold on, is it guess who's home? Oh, is guess who? Is it the guess who instrumental? Ah, damn it! Hold on. Old dirty bastard. I I got I gotta find that instrumental, man. I'm going way off course. Guess who's home? Is it called pop shit? Hold on, let me see. Oh, it was off that clones album. Oh shit. This was off the clones album? Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Damn it. ODB, nigga please. Was it off the nigga please? Nigga please. No, it wasn't on Nigga Please. Nigga Please came out in 99. The clones came out in 2003, right? When did, when, when did, when did, yep, 2003. Oh, shit. Wow. I never listened to that clones album. I heard, I heard that clones album was kind of dope. I didn't listen to that clones album at that time. My homie was telling me back around that time. He's like, man, DP, this clones album got a couple cuts. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Shit, man. Damn. Their children for life. So we were on our way downstairs and we ran into all of that. I saw the blood. I seen the bullet holes. The yeah, listen, man. You gonna have to listen. You gonna have to get. You gonna have to find you a competent black male to lead you to the promise, promised land. It, it, because it's not going to work. You're not going to be able to do this on your own. It's not working for you as as you speak. I don't know what happened to your baby daddies or whatever. I know you don't have a husband because a husband would have got you up out that bitch. A competent husband would have got you up out of there. So this is what I'm saying. They'd be like, oh, well, Minneapolis and stuff like that. Going beyond all the crime and the gangbang and shit like that. This this is what the sisters are are up against. They're up against niggas like this. Shooting through the walls like the one nigga that was shooting through the wall and shot the... You remember the girl right down the street off in South Minneapolis? Nigga was shooting through the wall. Black Lives Matter came out. She said, damn, my kids ain't black enough. 
Yeah, they say, well, mental health, mental health, mental health. You, 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 you know, you know how I get down on the Bagland podcast. I don't play. You, you, you shoot a kid, nigga. I don't give a fuck. What, what, what? I don't care what they do to you. That's my thing. You do something to you do something to a baby. I don't care what they do to you, nigga. I don't care what happens to you. Guess who's home? She need to find. She gotta find a home. She going to find somewhere new. She's gonna have to, man. She's gonna have to. Oh, we having fun tonight. Listen to this. I gotta find. I have to find the, the the right sound effect for this, okay? I have to for goofy shit like this. This this dude is identifying as a queer copter. Students identify as a Paxi helicopter in gender survey reveals infiltration of far right ideologies into academic spaces. Okay, um, it's weird. Some student wrote more detailed response. This can't be real. This can't be real. This can't be real. Let me look this up. Yeah, queer copter. So... Academia has become the battleground for complex discussions on gender identity, inclusivity, and the rise of far-right ideologies. A survey conducted by researchers from Oregon State University brought these issues to the forefront as it received a significant number of provocative and seemingly malicious responses from engineering and computer science students. Here's the full story. Come on, give me the damn story. What the hell? This dude, if he's identifying as a queer copter. Let's go to MSN again. Let's see if we can find another one. This, this can't be possible. Queer copter. So this person is identifying as a queer copter. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, here, okay, we, we got the full thing. Oh, here we go. I sexually identify as an attack helicopter. Academics from Northwestern University have leveled accusations of fascism against students identifying as Apache attack helicopters in a survey related to engineering culture. The researchers hold these responses as evidence of a growing fascist sentiment within the United States. The academics received a series of undergraduate student responses that appear to mock the intent of the gender survey. Some of these responses reference a meme about an attack helicopter which the researchers linked to white supremacy. Their subsequent paper titled Attack Helicopters and White Supremacy Interrogating Malicious Responses to an Online Questionnaire about Transgender 
undergraduate undergraduate engineering and computer science student I gotta talk louder experiences the attack helicopter meme has been present since 2014 often used as a derogatory means to ridicule transgender individuals or those identifying outside the conventional gender binary the academics chronicled their experience oh it's it's taken off of administering the survey that was meant to highlight lgbt students in stem fields they claimed that the adverse reason to their project mirrored traits of contemporary far-right or fascist political movements in the united states integrating anti-semitic anti-black you gotta get oh they gotta throw black folks in it all the time you know, if they don't throw anti-black, they can't get no fuel on it. And anti-feminist rhetorics. Oh, man. So this person, <laughs> I guess some of these people in class said, I, I sexually identify as a... <laughs> is it a Apache helicopter? Oh, shit. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. Why not? Oh, I had to play the Apache helicopter. I had to play the Apache helicopter, man. I had to. Because I'm saying, if you could identify as a fish, if you could identify as a fish, man, then you could identify as a helicopter. Sexuals and transgenders. If I am a pedophile, I don't want to go to jail. I'm a celebrity, I'm famous. Ritualistic sex is what we do with kids. It's part of our demonic culture. I want pedophilia to become normal. Fair use. I want it stricken from the criminal code altogether. I'm gonna push LGBTQ. Because if a child is old enough to decide I never wanna have children, take my testicles, take my ovaries. If an 8, 9, 10, 11 year old child is old enough to make those three decisions, how can you argue that they're not old enough to decide to have sex? The argument of the pedophile is going to be backed up by this LGBT crusade against our children because in their sick minds, they are rationalizing the argument before the courts. If he's old enough to say, I don't want my testicles. If she's old enough to say, I never want to have. Let me tell y'all something. That's why I always say, you know, and see, I don't talk to all my homies all the time, but I got to give flowers when they do. That's why I always support the North Star podcast. Always will. I don't give a damn who this nigga votes for. I don't care. Because here's the thing, man. When it wasn't even necessarily quote unquote consciously hotep hobo cool to have Umar in a lot of these circles. Like when I first started hearing about him, my brother told me about Umar. And then his sister told me about it. Um and that was in the realms maybe that was well before 2014, I believe. You know what I'm saying? So when I heard him, I ain't never heard nobody like him. And my home, my brother was at my grandma's like, man, if you heard about Umar and he was playing like some on YouTube, this is before I was really using YouTube all like that from a intellectual informational standpoint. 
a lot of my homies always say, well, DP, you smart. And I start thinking, I ain't never really look at myself like that too much. But when I really, really look, kind of look at me, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of the information from entomology to computers could all kind of different shit. I was kind of like a, it was like a, some Rosetta Stone type of shit. It was like, you know, it was like, I was like a griff of my generation when I really think about it. I was like a minister of fucking information, man. And I never really latched onto that. I just now start kind of thinking that, thinking of it from that standpoint. Sometimes I just looked at it like, oh, well, I'm just telling somebody something. But no, I'm actually like a minister of information, bro. Give me the fucking me power, the power I beg of you. I beg of you. Me the you know what I'm saying? Like, um, I was sitting there listening to Umar around that time. I'm like, damn, this dude sharp. He's different. He's suit. He's way different than you know what what I typically heard. It didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't hear the typical you know the little bought and paid for status quo Negro, the John Lewis ass type of niggas. I didn't really hear that. He didn't have the Roland Martin swag about him. He didn't have the kiss ass Democratic. You know what I'm saying? Like so. You know, like like. like that's why I always got to give Simba's credit because he was one of the few people like that that put him on his show. Niggas wasn't really doing that too much because they were too afraid of getting their butter biscuits from the lettuce, bacon, and tomato. You you see how quick Angela Yee pushed back when that nigga started talking about pedophilia and children being attacked and stuff. She started talking about, oh, what well, wasn't illegal. And you got to keep in mind, too, man, her folks don't come from the freedmen. Well, DP, you being divisive. Yes, I am. We have to we need a Negro Nuremberg. We're going to have to start dividing ourselves away from niggas. And unfortunately, a lot of times, a lot of that stuff, when you really look at a lot of the patterns, unfortunately, a lot of times I, I hate to do it. But a lot of times we be looking at the patterns and we look at these these folks' backgrounds and be like, hey, oh, hey, hey, culturally, lineage, where are you from? We got to start sex tripping sometimes. Damn, because we hear something a little different. When niggas start talking like that, we be like, damn. When Dr. Claude Anderson was on The Breakfast Club, she was kind of lightweight questioning about, uh, about, about certain things. And it's okay to question the elders about certain things or whatever, but you're supposed to sit and listen. You don't start talking as if you know more than this nigga. This dude and put over 40, 50 years in the game. He ain't no Michael Eric Dyson, Roland Martin ass nigga. He ain't one of these old, uh, 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 Lamont. I don't know what a woman is. You know what I'm saying? Heel ass niggas. He didn't put in work for decades. He's been platinum plated in, in, in credibility in the streets. We don't want to hear your, uh, we don't really want to hear your 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 um your rebuke on well I feel a certain way because my folks are immigrants or some of the folks in my family or whatever is 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 LGBT or whatever. We don't really give a damn about that. Because before your ass came here willingly, y'all niggas was probably eating some banana boat peppers or some shit. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Y yeah. 
y'all y'all come from the ilk talking slick about Dr. King and Rosa Parks. Nicki Minaj. Yeah. You niggas. Yeah. Because we can never go we can never go down in the Caribbean and talk slick about Bob Marley. We probably wouldn't even leave that bitch. We couldn't go down there talking slick. Talking about, oh well, you know what I'm saying? So no, we 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 do a little bit of inner we do a little inner checking. We start hold on, let's look let's check this nigga's paperwork a little bit. So shout out, you know, shout out to uh what call it. Shout out to shout out. You you know where I'm going with this. You 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 know where I'm going. You 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 know where I'm going. Hold on. Shout out to this nigga. Fair use, YouTube. Fair use. Fair use. Hey, Eleanor, why don't you see if Theodore needs some help? Shout out to Alvin and the Chipmunks. Shout out to Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah, shout out to Alvin. Shout out to the Alvin and the Chipmunk nigga. When we start seeing patterns, when we start seeing niggas with tether activity and they're talking real, real slick and, and um, you know, they fizzle out after a while. They fizzle out after a while. But we notice, we notice when, when niggas start talking like this, we, we start to notice. And you ask, okay, where are these niggas coming from? Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes. DJ Academics. You guys just let Cole. He's behind the weirdo. DJ Academics is a meatball to me, so he, he says stuff. He says some stuff about Chicago, rub me the wrong way. Yeah, he's a buster. He's he, a weirdo. It, it, yeah, Nick, niggas will whoop his ass in real life. He, just, he behind the he behind the camera, and you guys just yeah. clowns be clowns, man. Like, yeah. I, was, I was on I was on everyday struggle, mm -hmm. and I walked out just because you know I just I'm not a clown. I don't I don't I don't come from that world of like. You make jokes about we used to fuck niggas up. Excuse me, are we live? We used to fuck niggas up for trying to film fights. Right. Yeah. In the hood. Yeah. Nigga, you fight. What you doing with the camera? We gonna make you fight, nigga. Yeah. Fuck wrong with you, boy. Yeah. We ain't covering no drama. That's called instigating. Right. And what's up with you? Why you at it, nigga? Right. So, you know, niggas like him get weeded out quick. He he got a little internet run he going on, but you know, we just gotta let himself destruct because he he's on the path. Let clowns, Alvin and the Chipmunks, you got to let clowns be clowns. Do you think the internet has enabled little sucker shit? You know, yes. from a yeah. yeah, of course. I think, I think, and that's why I said in the interview, man, I ain't saying I'm going to do nothing to act. <clears throat> I say you got to let, let, let clowns be clowns and let's, let dudes self destruct because, you know, I've been paying attention to his message. Mm. And I, I ain't like it, but I, I, I respect how you eat, bro. Whatever, whatever you do to pay your bills, I got I can't knock you. But after after a while, you becoming 
you be you you you, you getting out of control. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And then you got companies that add gas to them sparks. Yes, indeed. For their own interest. Yes, and then indeed. they sell advertising. Yes, space. sir. Absolutely. I don't like that shit. I'm clear on what that model is. Mm. You playing with niggas. You 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 cooning like you said. Yeah, yeah. You know you you taking something that's serious and that you know people doing with integrity. And you spending it for for some fuck for, shit. Yeah, and I don't I don't yeah, agree with you know, that. People, do you think the internet has enabled little? Yeah, see shit? here's see, yeah you know, yeah, yeah. Caribbean, <laughs> Caribbean, the Caribbean nigga, the Car the Caribbean should be ashamed of your ass nigga. But see that's what I'm saying. You can't do it over there. You can't do it over there, Act or uh, Alvin. I'm sorry. You can't do it over there. You got to come here. You got to come here to the source. Niggas can say what they want about American blacks. They can say whatever they want. Y'all, y'all, all, all you rap niggas and all you music niggas, you got to come here. You have to come here to the motherland of the culture of hip hop. When they talk about the motherland, nigga, this the motherland. This is the motherland of hip hop. You don't have a Nas nowhere else. You don't have a Dr. Dre nowhere else. You don't have an Easy E in Australia. You see what I'm saying? You don't have that. You have that from here. And you have the corny ass niggas that, you know, the mainstream, the megalomaniacal, masochistic mainstream media, of course, they'll get behind. But like I say, Alvin, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Alvin and the Chipmunks, man. You know, like I say. These niggas can't really go out in front of the people. I got way the hell off subject. But anyway, um, nah, man. She gonna have to find a competent dude. And like I say, like I say, I, 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 I'm telling you, when when I used to come, when I come up, even in my 20s, I, I, I wasn't really messing with no chick with a bunch of tattoos like that. I wasn't doing that. Because I know that when you're born, you know, we're not perfect human beings, but our bodies are born perfect. A baby's perfect. I mean, when you look at defects and things like that, but when you look at a human being, when you're born, when you look at a child, like they said, children are off limits. You don't really look at a child and you, you're not going to really say nothing about a child like that. You know, you're, you're not going to look at a child, you know, um... Nobody in their right mind is going to let you sit and mistreat a child. A pure child that's born into this world. You're not going to be able to just sit there and ridicule and say what you think about a child. You better keep it to yourself. You see what I'm saying? Therefore, they're perfect. They don't know what's going on in the world. They didn't ask to be here. You see what I'm saying? They were brought into this bullshit. So their parents owe them everything until they're able to do for themselves. You see what I'm saying? They weren't asked to be here. Nobody asked them to come here. You brought them into this mess. So you have to build the life for them. You know what I'm saying? You got to build that life for them. So, you know, you're not going to be able to say anything about a child. A toddler, you know, like or, or 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 a newborn baby, they're completely innocent. It's you know, you're not looking at them from the standpoint like a fucking like the STD queen. 
that knows better, that knows what she's doing, and she just wants to just get some attention because she was probably raised by a hood rat mama and a fucking pookie and Ray Ray ass daddy. You don't look at them the same way. You see what I'm saying? So if somebody basically tries to say, you know, if somebody basically says, oh, well, this child is ugly or this child is foul or whatever like that. And I mean, even when people joke about that stuff, people take offense to it. They may say it on the Internet, but they don't really say that shit in public. You couldn't be around me and you say something about a child and just say, oh, that child is ugly or that child is foul. I might knock your ass out. I might beat the fuck out you. If you, I'm saying if you genuinely say that, like you just genuinely, oh, well, I'm just going to attack this child verbally or I'm just going to say something. I feel like I can just get flipped at the mouth and say something out of pocket about this child. The world don't work that way. Because, and again, competent men are not going to stand for it. They're just not going to stand for it. Going back to that situation in which I was talking about. You have black folks that want to get together. Let's all get together and we just get together. It's going to make things different. No, niggas need an agenda. We don't just get together for the sake of getting together. What's the agenda? They probably got together on pills, fentanyl, whatever the hell that was going on, and a shootout occurred. I guarantee you that whole altercation wasn't worth 10 bands. I guarantee you, nigga. I guarantee you it wasn't worth $10,000. I guarantee you it wasn't worth $10,000. Whatever that little argument or squirmish was over some Jordans or some or sexy reds, STDs or whatever the argument was about, it wasn't over $10,000. Well, why you got to label the money? The money shouldn't matter or whatever. My point is, is when niggas used to get in shootouts and fights, at one point, I remember in 2001, if a nigga got shot, yeah, it could have been over quote-unquote gang. Gang is subjective. Because you get three, four black folks together, that's considered a gang. They did that in slavery. That's subjective. You see what I'm saying? But niggas, there will be money fights over blocks. There will be fights over, okay, well, yeah, you serving over here. Hold on. That might be a two, $3,000 at minimum. Two, three thousand dollar minimum. These niggas is fighting over fentanyl. Give me the power I beg of you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas need to beg for some power. You know? Um She she's gonna that sister's gonna have to I, I went long winded on this, man. That sister's gonna need she's gonna need a competent male to get her out of this situation. You can't do it alone. This Margaret Sanger ass fucking Planned Parenthood twerk to your drop ain't gonna work. It's not working for you. Megan Thee Stallion is platinum. Your ass ain't. <laughs> you heard what the city girl said. I don't want my girl. I don't want my daughter to be a city girl. I don't want my daughter to be a city girl. Remember she said that? Now she told yo she told your kids to be a city girl. But I don't want my daughter to be a city girl. No, no, no. What else do we got here? Up oh, here was here we go. Your feelings yet? I can see I Karen rap. Bad bitch, never off the 
bench, I'm a starter Savage, I just grind and go harder Cash this, I don't own a payment, nothing borrowed Spin it, cause I can make some more paper tomorrow Karen rap Karen rap Listen to this to rap about that stuff they actually pay us more when we rap about more ignorant stuff so i make sure i even align and come talk on stages like this man i was flooded with millions of dollars from the time i was 16 and i woke up one morning and i was like damn they got me man look at the shit i spoke about look at the shit i put in these people ears man i feel very wrong about a lot of things how many lives i actually am responsible for when it comes to my music how many kids and people have gotten in the car or put this shit in their ears and actually went hurt someone and now i'm sitting back like damn it's weird i've been having these weird feelings lately and that's kind of why i didn't want to do this song shake it or like any drill songs because it's like these songs are activating like these demons that I killed. I don't want to be that girl anymore. Like, I just want to be a mother. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be that old Cardi anymore. I want to be a city girl. She ain't gonna be no city girl. <laughs> so, Summer ain't allowed to be no city girl? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> I want her race totally different. Like, you know, I don't even want her to eat a seed. The light of day like that. Like, I really want her to just be like, you know, like level headed a school girl and just on a whole nother way. Like, we get paid to rap about that. Yeah. Stuff. If you got any damn sense, you don't want your children to follow you, to follow behind you on no shit like that. Why would you? Y'all hear about this entire police department in Minnesota City resigns after being offered $22 an hour in Goodhue, Minnesota? Y'all hear about that? Very interesting. Oh, I gotta play this. Got to. This brother they said got fired. Now, for all you Negroes, they're really truly, well, Big Pharma's the way. Okay. I'm telling you, I done dealt with it. I done dealt with these folks. Good morning. I beg you, please share this video. This brother lost his job for, for, for this here. I really don't care about the numbers, but for black people, for black women, I need you to hear this if you don't hear nothing else in your damn life. Sister, if you are giving birth to a child, if you plan on giving birth to a child, I need you to listen to me. Sisters, I need you to listen to me like you ain't listened to a black man before. Don't you take your ass to a hospital that you didn't ask a thousand questions before Fair you use. stepped your ass in there. Fair use. Do you hear me, sister? I worked in the ICU the other night. I'm normally a trauma medic in the emergency room, but I picked up a shift in the ICU. And we immediately got a sister in there who had an emergency C-section and she had internal bleeding, hemorrhaging. Now the baby was taken out and the sister was brought up to the ICU and critical care critical condition we could not figure out where she was bleeding from and we were trying to keep this sister alive i turned to the doctor at some point doctor that does not look like us and i say doctor can you come take a look at her stomach it's getting really distended 
and and her her BP, her blood pressure is not is not going down. That doctor looked at me and said, "That's my patient. I'll be over there in a minute." Wow. Two hours later, after this sister coded on that table two times and we had to get her back, we finally get her down to the operating room and yeah, that hemorrhage that they thought they controlled with that emergency C-section was not controlled. She was still having internal bleeding, which was killing her. Black people, I need you to hear me. If you can take your black ass to Target, if you can go to Walmart, if you can buy and spend and do for all these corporations that don't give a damn about you, your black ass, your black community, your black race, you can ask questions for that black baby. I don't care if you think you're annoying, the doctor think you're annoying, the hospital think you're annoying. I don't care if God himself think you're annoying from asking too many questions. Ask the question, sister. Yeah. I, I've heard this story too many times. Too many times. I've, I've heard. I've heard it too much. I've dealt with it my damn self. Now this was. This this was crazy. This was another one. This is some old thing somebody sent me. Bro, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Y'all ever been to that sloppy crab place over there? Yeah, I did. There's some nigga with fake money. I ain't, I ain't really from out here. I'm looking for the good spots. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This? Yeah. Just a few bucks. Oh, hey. Hey, 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 hey. Chill out, chill out. They fake. They fake. They fake. They fake, bro. Y'all tripping right now, bro. They fake, bro. They fake, bro. Bro, here, have one, bro. It's fake, bro. So these goofy ass niggas, both everybody's goofy. I label them all goofy as hell. You know the little prank things and shit like that. Niggas do the little prank stuff. They had fake money. The nigga had like a see-through backpack with a whole bunch of bands. It looked like he had thirty thousand dollars or something in there. And he goes to Detroit, and so it's some it's some thirsty ass niggas. That he's like, "Hey man, what you got in that bag? Oh, it's, it's a couple couple of bucks, man. I ain't from around here." So they try to gaffle him. They grab him, and he's like, "Hey man, it's fake. It's fake." And he's like, "Well, you got this fool ass shit, blah blah blah, whatever." Well, so they got mad at him for having the fake shit, for doing the prank. You see what I'm saying? So it's I, I wouldn't play with niggas like that, but it, like I say again. Again, uh, oh, oh, this the full one. Hold on, hold on. No, it is an incident where a person of color forgets that they are of color and are reminded rather brutally by an unexpected act of racism. Oh, have you brother. ever had any of those? Oh, brother, I'm just asking. I'm just. Have, you think you've ever? Well, had I'm, I'm acutely aware, Charlemagne, that I'm a black person, just as you are a black person. And when uh, Joe Biden insulted you by saying mm -hmm. you ain't really black, we don't know whether or not you want to vote for me or vote for Donald Trump. Uh, it seems to me that should have been a wake-up call on your part. How dare this guy come in here and insult you, a black man, and tell you you got to think a certain kind of way? I'm amazed that you weren't mad about that. Um, I didn't, I'm not going to say I, it upset me, just like I'm not letting you upset me. You know what I mean? I don't tend to get upset over things like well, that. But what I did say Well, well you just not talk not about, about a nigger wake-up call, and it seemed to me that that should have been a wake-up call on your part to have a white guy come in here who also said, by the way, uh, uh, about Mitt Romney, um, 
because he didn't want to put more regulations on Wall Street, going to put y'all back in chains. And Joe Biden has lied for decades about his civil rights record, claiming that he desegregated movie theaters and restaurants in, in Wilmington, Delaware, when he didn't any didn't do any of that. He lied and said that he tried to visit Nelson Mandela during apartheid South Africa. Facts. He did not. And he came in here and told you you aren't even black and let you think a certain kind of way. It seems to me that should have been a nigga wake up call for you, but it wasn't apparently. Yeah, I mean, you no. Know, for the record, I'm not a Democrat or Republican. I, I didn't say you were. I, think both I don't know what you are. I, I never yeah. even asked you about your party affiliation. Yeah, I'm just saying, you, but you are black. Absolutely. And and to have a white guy come in here and tell you you have to say uh, think a certain kind of way, otherwise you quote ain't black. Wow. How should I have replied to him? You think? Wow. What I just now said. How dare you insult me and tell me I, I think as, as a human being, let alone as a black person. I don't tell you how to think, Joe Biden. How dare you come in here and tell me how, to, how, I, how I, I should think? I'm going to vote for Donald Trump if I want to vote for Donald Trump. And, and if I want to vote for Donald Trump, it does not make me not black. 20% of black people, black men, as I said, voted for Donald Trump in 2020. Are they not black now? So only 80% of black people, black men walking around are really black, 20% are not, because they voted for Donald Trump. How insulting is that? How condescending is that? Mm. I, I mean, you're probably right, but I didn't take it in that way. As well, I, I said, did. As I said to him in that moment, you know, it's just about me wanting something for my people. And I want to know what is he going to do for my people. And not only for my people now, how are you going to atone for the things you've done to my people? Right. That's it. Right. And this is a guy, uh, Joe Biden, who, when he first got into the Senate, hung out with segregationists, talked about how well, he, how well he got along with them, uh, talked about how he didn't want integration because of a jungle. Uh, this guy has made all sorts of insulting things to black people, and his policies right now are hurting black people. Inflation hurts the people at the bottom more than anything else. Letting a bunch of illegal aliens under, into the border are hurting black people more than anybody else, as I said earlier. He uh, opposes uh, school choice when he has his own kids in private school. And we lost a year, almost two years of in-school education Fair in use, YouTube. Fair use. that he supported. I mean, this guy has done monstrous things to black people and then for him to come in here and tell you how you ought to think of the black person it blew my mind as a person objectively who doesn't care about either party have you ever heard the <coughs> term a nigga this nigga a keeps talking about either party I gotta put Charlemagne in the coon train I gotta put him in the Popeye chicken negro spiritual coon train I got to I got to put Charlemagne in the coon train now, man. I got to put him in the coon train. Because at this point, see, that's the Sambo, which is worse than the normal little coon. The normal coon, they may not know too much. Some of them do. A lot of them do. But they try to pretend like this ain't happened. Oh damn, man! They messed up. They messed up the link. They messed up the link. Now let's look into this a little deeper too. All right, where they said the feds charged fourteen people in Minneapolis this is August sixteenth. Federal prosecutors on Wednesday announced charges against additional fourteen members in the gang, highs and bloods. Blah 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 blah. Highs operates north of West Broadway. Two alleged members of the tens are charged. Fourteen of the new defendants face gun charges of being a felon in possession of a firearm or previous state level convictions. Two also face machine gun charges. Three charged with possession of intent to distribute fentanyl. All right, what else do they got? 
Of the first 45 people charged in May, three have pleaded guilty. Investigators follow suspect gang members' social media posting. See, uh, that's, that's another evident, yeah, that's more evidence of the Popeye's chicken Negro spiritual people. Social media, according to the complaint against Marquez, Demir, Hill, Turnip Seed, ATF Special Agent Nicholas Brand found a music video that allegedly shows Hill, Turnip Seed, and other Lowe's members holding and brandishing firearms. Of course, another criminal complaint. They arrested some dude following a vigil for a Lowe's member fatally shot by the members of the highs. It, it, it wasn't hard for them to catch these dudes. Carjackings, they said, are down since 2022. Man, they is not playing in Minnesota. I'm telling y'all. An old girl that I played early on in that video, she ain't going to be able to deal with no nigga like that. It ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. She's going to find a competent black male. Now, what do we got here? Now, this was on August 18th, which was quite a while ago. CDC tracks new lineage of virus that causes COVID. Now, they're saying, the CDC saying that there's a new, muli, uh, a new highly mutated lineage of the virus that causes COVID. BA-286 detected in the United States, Denmark, Israel. Then who now who are saying they're classifying BA 2.86 as monitoring it. Very interesting. Very interesting on that. What else do we got? Oh, listen to this. This is interesting. This came out on August 4th. I didn't get to cover this yet. Google is offering an on-campus hotel special to help lure workers back to the office google's hoping to lure workers back to the office with on-site hotel special so they said a full-time employees can full-time employees i said employees can book a room at an on-campus hotel in mountain view for 100 bucks a night okay the promotion is for unapproved business travel the company the company will not reimburse their stays but will require employees to use their personal credit cards just imagine no commute to the office in the morning and instead you can have an extra hour of sleep and less friction. Next, you can walk out of your room and quickly grab a delicious breakfast or get a workout in before work starts. The ad goes on to say that after the workday ends, you could enjoy a quiet evening on the top of the rooftop deck or take in one of the fun local activities. The Google-owned hotel is situated on a newer campus in Mountain View, California that opened last year. Man... So, well, I don't know, man. Here's another thing. I got I got to cover this. Got to cover this. Nobody's talking about this. Nobody's talking about this. This is by the Washington Examiner. This is an opinion by Don Hannon. If we give indigenous Australian special rights, how about indigenous Germans? You see how a lot of these folks is really trying to crowbar their way into the reparations conversation? Does being the first to reach a piece of land give you special rights? 
And are those rights collective and inherited? That is the question Australians are gearing up to answer in a referendum. Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese, center-left government elected last year, wants a constitutional amendment to recognize a special place for autonomous, I think you say it that way, Australians, giving them a formal representative body alongside Australia's existing democratic structures called the Indigenous Voice to Parliament. In a country that is rich and getting richer, 30% of Aboriginal Australians are in poverty, vastly higher than any other ethnic group. Successful or successive administrations have tried and failed to tackle the problem, despite one government program after another. More than half of adult Aboriginals are in receipt of some kind of welfare payment and their communities are plagued by unemployment, alcoholism, and domestic abuse. But the current proposal is not about the prevails of the indigenous communities so much as about the very fact of them being indigenous. The question on the ballot paper is, quote, a proposed law to alter the constitution to recognize the first peoples of Australia by establishing an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice. Do you approve this proposed alteration? What is this dude talking about? We've had a representative body before. It was called ATSIC. And for the Nationals, we got to our principal position back in November of not being able to support this because we live with the consequences of what a representative body looked like before. We represent hundreds of thousands of square kilometres, hundreds of different diverse communities. And just having a couple of representatives going to Canberra, we're falling in the trap we did last time where they summarise, they generalise and they nationalise programs rather than empowering local elders at local communities level. See around campfires and town halls uh, and listening to local elders about how you close that gap because we know to the postcode uh, and what the gap needs where the gap needs to be closed and so we need a 2023 intervention the interventions well, well he's babbling and babbling on hold on That's what I love about the about the podcaster machine. Where's my glasses? Damn it. What I do with them? Shit. I'll have to throw some audio up in there. All right. Let's continue. This is more Karen rap, which is crazy to me. She's tripping. Exclusive here at Goddard Park at the Cool Cat Karaoke. Missy's Funky White this is Sister. Earth. Funky White park. Sister. We got to be careful, man. Let me work it. I put my thing now, flip it and reverse it. He's your baby, because when you're your baby, because when you're 
If you got a big <laughs> let me search ya. Find out how hard I gotta work ya. He's yerping him at this wind yippa. He's yerping him at this wind yippa. I like to get to know ya, so I can show ya. With pussy, I like I told ya. Give me all your numbers so I can phone ya. Your girl acts then call me over. Now on the bed, lay me on your sofa. Call before you come and need your singer to You do or you don't or you will or won't ya. Go downtown and eat it like a vulture. See my hips and my tits, don't ya? See my ass and my lips, don't ya? I lost a few pounds in my whips for ya. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <coughs> oh, man. They killing me. Hold on. What do we got here? Ah. Uh... Oh, here's the Popeye Chicken Negro spiritual people again. Gang member live stream violent attack on Minneapolis rival feds. Lineal Frazier, one count of carjacking, one count of using, carrying, and brandishing a firearm. Member of the Minneapolis Highs gang. Man, I'm telling you. All right. Okay, so they saying... A nigga said he put a gun to the rival's head and ordered him to call out certain gang members and assault them and say things like, F all my dead homies. They say he slapped a rival and said, you a clown, you ain't even worth killing. Then they found this nigga had a Glock 19 in his apartment with an obliterated serial number and extended magazine. He was in the apartment at the time and was placed under arrest. <sighs> Fuck. Damn. Damn it, man. Dude. Why? Why would you put that on Facebook? Damn, man. Damn it, man. What's wrong with niggas? I don't get it. Here's another article I just came across. We're going back and forth. Forcing workers back to the office might not have been a good idea after all. In a Hanover research and invoice survey of over, uh, over 1,100 senior executives and workplace managers in the U.S., a whopping 80% answered that they would have approached their company's return to office strategy differently if they had the right workplace data at the time. Differently can mean a lot of things, but it's not quite an admission of wrongdoing. The report, and by extension, the execs seem more annoyed by the lack of solid data on hybrid workplaces than they are concerned about the employee satisfaction or the backlash they incurred. Without that precious data, 20% of managers said they rely on their gut instinct instead. This is bad practice, says the joint report. Because for most or because for hybrid workplaces, the mix of employees coming and going at different times a week makes it impossible for a manager to know how many employees are on site on a given day. We got some audio. It's usually good to do it just at the outset. Okay. Should Let's I, should, do you want to whistle? I can whistle it no, too. No, no. Lydia, you promised you're singing. This, I know, this is not what I signed up for. Yeah. The company that arguably benefited more than any other company from the work from home trend itself saying, you know what, there's probably a benefit to being in person at least a couple days a week. 
I think that says everything you need to know. But we, we did know there was going to be some sort of reset after the pandemic, that we probably weren't going to go back to a five-day-a-week schedule, right? You well, guess what? In this new lockdown, unless they make people try to take the jab again, it's going to be a bunch of people at home again. I heard that they've been increasing the mask mandates. We'll look at those in a minute. A lot of people who realized, okay, I can work from home on a Friday. The world hasn't ended, and people don't want to give up that flexibility. So there's certainly an acknowledgement when even Zoom says we want people back in a couple days a week that that is going to be a trend. But I think we're going to see some sort of hybrid model pretty much across the board going forward. Of course, you don't think except on two, Wall Street you where you've seen people six days a week in, in the seven days a week. Yeah, if you don't if you don't come in on Saturday, don't bother coming in on Sunday. That's the mentality on Wall Street. Clearly not the case in tech companies. You don't think that in five years from now it's five days it's back to five days. And the reason I ask is just again it goes back to the cities and it goes back to all of the all of the sort of municipal services, restaurants and businesses. And this was the debate around uh, federal workers you know, how do you get, by the way, how do you get people in D.C. back in the office? It's still, a, you know, ghost town half the time. Not necessarily because you even need them in the office for the work product, though. That's obviously debatable. But whether you need them there just to make everything. Man, people are performing well at home. They're just fine. They're saving time being on the, man, there's really no point. It's all about control. It's all about control. It's all about control, okay? Now, politics, tech, and tangibles. We're talking tech. Listen to this. Oh, a little bit too early. Good girl. Oh, she's. Now they're talking about how silent an owl flies. That was the falcon. Now they're doing an owl. Listen to this. It's Kansas turn. This is deadly for a, for, a, for a mouse. I can't believe it's an angel of death. It's crazy. Here's the owl. Nothing. Nothing. Wow. No, nothing at all. Absolutely didn't hear anything. Quiet. Even the people with the microphones and the headphones didn't hear nothing. That's a pigeon. Okay, hold on. Let's do it again. Now a falcon. Oh, she's... No. That was a falcon right there. Now we're doing an owl. And now, Shh. it's Kenza's turn. Shh. Shh. Nothing. Nothing. Not a nothing. <laughs> now, for the Popeye chicken Negro spiritual people. Me the power I beg of you. They don't think this deep. The STD queens, they're not thinking about stuff like this. They don't care. And of course, they're not going to teach their children these kind of things. They're not really going to think. Listen to this sister. This is something that goes on a lot. I don't know if y'all know, but... Some of y'all friends is secretly recruiting y'all to be a fucking lesbian. Some Predators. of y'all friends got y'all in the lesbian boot camp training. And y'all don't even know it. I notice when women speak about good things of men, single women get online and they call them a pick me. And they be like, girl, you doing too much for that man. Couldn't be me. They don't want you to do nothing nice for a man. 
but every weekend they calling you up so y'all can have girl girls night or to a, around lunchtime so y'all can have mimosas they want to get your ass drunk and so then y'all start taking pictures to make it look like y'all goddamn couple but if you used to do that with a man they'll call you a picnic but every weekend they hit you up watch them girlfriends that's hitting you up every weekend and then they take pictures making it look like y'all lovers and shit Mm. They got y'all in fucking lesbian boot camp training. I'm telling y'all, next thing you know, gonna get you drunk. They gonna be fucking you. And, and this this lady's, pro I don't think she's lying about this, because really, when you really think about it, and nobody's really saying anything about that. Nobody's really saying anything about that. Nobody's saying, oh well, hey, this is predatory. Um predatory behavior or things of that nature there, nobody's really saying that about that they're kind of keeping that as a as a you know um they're basically just saying it's it's something that well that's each person each person you know whatever Here's another video. I want I want, want y'all to check this out too. We're doing it live. Really? I came here. You having a good time? I'm having a great time. Okay, calm down. <laughs> okay, what's your name? S S. You from Philly? Yes, I okay, am. Okay, what's your name? Jarrell. Where are you from? Philly. Oh, so y'all all came from yeah, Philly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, quick question: What's the minimum amount of money a man needs to make today? Oh, okay. So, there. Ah, uh, I don't know how. You we ain't got much time. Oh, you need to make a hundred, at least one hundred and fifty thousand. Okay, you make one hundred fifty thousand. Yes. Yep. Okay. What about you? Uh, I'm around the same round. Hundred. Big line. Oh, we go about seventy. We go about seventy, but you got to make more than that. Okay. Me. Okay. What about you? I'm with it. Over one fifty. And you make one fifty? I make no, I don't. Okay. If you seen these chicks, you be like, man, you okay, ain't got to so make no more than fifty. Why do you make more money than you? He's a provider. And what are you? Not no roommate. Sprinkle, sprinkle. So let me ask you a question. I don't know nothing about that. So let me ask you a question. If your man make more than you, do you think the bill should be 50-50? I'm not doing 50 /50. What you doing? Nothing. He can handle it. $150,000 ain't a lot of money. It's not, but he can handle it. Okay, what you doing in your relationship? I'm going to do 40. What you doing? Nothing. Okay, so which one of y'all married? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> man, listen. You, you heard that right. Which one of y'all married, man? You see? Well, they need 150. This unrealistic expectations. Not happening. Not happening. Oh, this is great. I think this is a good idea. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. But today, I will proudly put my signature on the one women's bill of rights executive order to extend our protection of women at the state level. Today we take another step to preserve the integrity of women's spaces and opportunities. Okay? We are making sure that women's spaces are safe for women. No men are going to go into women's prisons in the state of Oklahoma. No men in women's domestic shelters 
in the state of Oklahoma. I agree. No, no men in women's locker rooms. No men in women's bathrooms. No men in women's sports. It's now my honor to sign this executive order, and then we'll open it up to some questions to our, our great panelists. And, and it should be. It should be. There, there should be no, you know, your little girl should not go into uh, a restroom and be a whole dude sitting up in there. Now, shout out to Dr. Faulty Falsy. He's been real quiet right now. You haven't heard anything from him. And they refuse to debate Dr. Lane Rowling. Now, I'm not about to sit there and listen to no dude sitting up in no damn, you know, business suit in an office. When I, I rather listen to somebody that's been in the jungle 20 plus years. Now, Dr. Lane Rowling, he started the uh, Tropical Pathology and Infectious Disease Association in, in 2004. And I'm looking at his website here. His medical degrees, he has a medical doctor degree from the University of Health Sciences in Antigua. Doctor of uh, Podiatric Medicine degree from the California College of Podiatric Medicine and Surgery, graduate degrees, Master of Science in Molecular Biology, um, Bachelor of Science in uh, Microbiology and Chemistry, um, Military Residency Program, completed residency and internship in foot and ankle surgery at Tripler Army Medical Center in Honolulu, Hawaii, and served in the U.S. Army four years active service and two years reserve. Military Certifications, Combat Casualty Care Course, Advanced Trauma Life Support, Advanced Cardiac Life Support, Medical Management of Chemical and Biological Warfare Patient Course, um, Military Qualifications, Airborne, Pathfinder, Recon, U.S. Army Master Fitness Trainer, Scuba Qualified, uh, Experience, Expert in Limb Salvage and Reconstructive Surgery and Diabetics, Two-year college and medical school, taught surgery, medicine, infectious disease in the U.S., Europe, South America, 20 years of foot and ankle reconstructive surgery, 20 years of experience in teaching tropical medicine, medical bi microbiology, medical parasitology, molecular biology, anatomy and physiology, American medicine, paramedic medicine, public health, experience teaching other courses such as chemical and biological warfare, foot and ankle trauma surgery, board certified in foot and ankle surgery, member of the American College of Foot and Ankle Surgeons, an examiner of the oral and written part for board certification in foot and ankle surgery, tendon repair surgical skill course, lecturer, conducted research on tropical disease and infection diseases for eight years in Peru and worked extensively with native Peruvian shamans to find new drugs, lived and worked in Peru for approximately eight, uh, eight years and continues to teach in Kozo and Le uh, Lequos, I think it is. The hell I'm going to listen to Roland Martin and Fawcett for? Y'all need to debate this dude. Y'all need to debate this guy. Surrounding Omicron. Rolling, thank you so much for joining us tonight. A lot of questions there still you surrounding Omicron. So, Dr. Rowling, <clears throat> much is still unknown about this specific variant, but countries, including the United States, are rushing to act to prevent a potential outbreak. What do you know so far? What can you tell us tonight? 
Well, good evening, McCoy, and also the, the BNC staff. Well, the reality, folks, is this what we've been talking about for the last year, is this is what we call the super variant that we were expecting to happen. Now, this is a year ago. This virus out of Botswana, Africa, is a game changer in the COVID uh, sphere, pandemic, endemic infection worldwide. Why? Well, one, this is one of the viruses that has 50 different mutations in it. 32 mutations in the spike protein, which is the most important part of the virus that allows cells. This virus itself has what we call invasion immunity. It has the ability to help, and it's a game changer with its transmissibility. It's been shown that this virus has 500 more transmission versus Delta strain. So this is a game changer in virology, and also this type of virus is a game changer in the world. And we talked a little bit about boosters earlier. And what are your thoughts when it comes to this? Because some people are still out there. I'm sure some viewers are trying to and figure out, carefully. should I get the booster? Is now the right time to do so? In my opinion, absolutely not. Because once again, when we talk about understanding vaccines and virology, you have to understand the original Pfizer, Moderna, and all these vaccine platforms are made off of the alpha virus, what we call the Wuhan strain. Now we have the Delta strain, which was a predominant strain, and really the vaccines themselves really didn't have an effect. We have uh, Johnson Johnson with 13% vaccine effectiveness. You have Pfizer with a vaccine effectiveness of 45%. Moderna has a vaccine effectiveness of 54% by the new VA study. So the reality is that when we start talking about booster, what are you trying to booster? You're boosting to the alpha virus, not this particular Omicron. And I can tell you right now, it went out for some reason and i noticed in this image they keep showing black folks getting the vaccine i thought that was very interesting different mutations and just like the ceo of moderna says you know it's, it's really a game changer and so they're going to have to come up with a vaccine so in reality you're really getting a booster you're really wasting your time because it's not going to happen now this is the virologist talking y'all this is somebody who really been really been doing it All right, let's see. Now he's talking in this is Caribbean straight talk. Let's see him. We'll see what he's got to say here. Dr. Lane Rowland. Infectious disease specialist. He ain't Roland Martin. He ain't Dr. Falsey. He's somebody that really does this shit for real. Tapeda's mission is to provide humanitarian care to most people in effective hot zones in the world from Africa to Greece. That's why I have six degrees. So capabilities and skills. Uh, to do graduate level work and then 10 years later i provided a scholarship to the school and she came up in my face and told me i knew you were going to make it and so these events have always made me strive to be 10 times better i cannot be average in life michael jordan couldn't be average tiger woods could not be average michael vick couldn't be average we don't get to sit on the bench and develop for 20 years we have to play now and so one thing i got tired of people telling me was about that you weren't smart enough, you weren't educated enough, so guess what? I went and got all the degrees. That's why I have six degrees. So anybody want to talk to me about education, they're talking to the wrong individual. And then have the hypo the hypocrisy to see in a room and say, I need stressful uh, situation from dealing with racial discrimination. Uh, that's a reality. Louisiana, in particular, my grandmother, this plays into why Let's talk about the medical uh, African Americans or people of color are very hesitant on the vaccine itself. 
uh, that part that plays into the uh, medicine hesitancy because the system is not treated uh, black folks for early period in story. Got a lot of questions on that, but we'll come to that on the other side of this break. We're going to take a short pause. Well, let me get into it too much. Let me find out something. Let me, let me get into infectious disease expert. Let me see. They got them over some things. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. B and C. Yeah, I see. You see, they ain't got them on. They don't have them on. Uh, they have them on a lot of different channels and stuff, but they don't have him. They don't. They make sure they don't put them on CNN. They don't put this brother on CNN. There's a reason for that. What else do we have? Now, I've been talking about this for a while. There's an article right here. This was two weeks, two weeks ago from the LA Times. Remote work gave them a reprieve from racism. They don't want to go back. It says, as LeBron, or not LeBron, but LeBron Barton weighed his options. He realized what he had to do. If he took a pay cut of five grand, he could have a fully remote tech job that would let him roam the country and give him the flexibility he craved. Or he could keep his salary and stay at his current job. A network engineer based at a San Francisco hospital that required occasional, occasional site visits and kept him tethered to the region. Patients at the hospital gave him funny looks when he came to check their room's Wi-Fi, recalled Barton, who was black. <clears throat> and staff members questioned his competence. Working remotely during the pandemic showed him a whole different lifestyle. No commute, more time with his family, and a break from the onslaught of microaggressions and other racist behavior he had to endure. Barton chose to pay cuts. See, people have been doing this left and right. Quote, you're totally out of the rigor morale, says Barton, who is now a writer and technical project manager at a Southern California tech company. And just the quality of life has improved drastically. It's a sentiment expressed by many black workers and other people of color who found that remote work lessened the racism they faced on the job. And I agree. But it forces workers to make difficult choices. Prioritize your mental health or endure for the sake of your career. Remote job opportunities are shrinking as more companies require that workers come back to the office. And even in hybrid workplaces, remote employees can be a disadvantage for career advancement since managers sometimes forget about them or assume they are less productive than their in-person peers, a concept called proximity bias. Quote, jobs are built on social capital. We would miss out on those happy hour opportunities, Barton said, but he's willing to sacrifice in office networking. Honestly, he said, I would trade that in for my peace of mind. Now, myself, I've been doing this for you know, a certain amount of years. Um, I pretty much been when working remote um, the entire time. Ever since the pandemic started, I've been working remote. And I like it. I like it. I, I think I think there's really no point 
to go in the office to be able to do my job. It's literally um, not needed whatsoever. And far as black folks, we don't really have to deal with so much. You know, so I employ a lot of black people. You know, go ahead and go out to beingblackandit.com, man, and get you some, some quick understanding, man, on, you know, how some of these things work. You know, consider getting, you know, a remote position if you can. If you can get a remote position, go ahead and do it. You know, um, hybrid, you know, if you could avoid it. But if you could work remote, work remote. You know, and that way you could kind of figure things out for yourself. We've been going for about three hours, y'all. We'll holler at you the next time. Um, make sure you like, share, subscribe to the Bagland Podcast. Uh, add comments. I'm also on YouTube. I'm on Podbean, specifically Spotify. You know, go ahead and share this, and you know, we'll see y'all next week. Thank you. <laughs>